Hello, fans. I am Enid Quartztoggle, best friend of Sinjin Psychowitz. Best friend or best friends? Um, just best friends? Uh, anyways, uh, Sinjin has shown himself time and time again that he is a worthy leader for his disciples, and he would like to share our adventures with you all. This story recounts our first 30 nights together, so listeners beware of info you are not ready to hear. Hello, it is I, Sinjin Psychowitz, hero of heroes, giant slayer, savior of hobgoblins, hellhound killer, guardian of the Death Watchers, and successor of Determino. I may be a well-established hero now, but it wasn't always that way. Let me tell you how I gained these titles. It all started when my best and most beautiful friend Enid and I decided to take a job for the Mystic Arcanum. To earn some coin, and a possible favor in the future. We arrived at Holdrick's Hammered in Tea Garden, where we met with a man named Gregory Tibbles. He quickly took a liking to me, and I now refer to him affectionately as Tibbs. Anyway, Tibbs hired me to lead a group of young upstarts on a dangerous mission to procure some rare magical components. I looked over at a nearby table to inspect my young apprentices, and this is what I saw. A pretty purple girl who seemed overly excited for the job, a scrawny moody kid who must have been speechless in my presence, and a larger shiny woman who carried a sword and a shield. I knew right then and there that it was my mission not just to find the magical bat food, but to train and mentor these helpless people and make them into true heroes. The entire group took an immediate shine to me and was very thankful to have me leading this mission, especially Trin, the tall shiny one. We bid adieu and set off on a mission to the Shimmerock Caves, where we could hopefully find the magical bat poop, as well as possibly the man sent on the mission before us, a friend of mine named Zorin. There was also some random shopping that occurred. Before we even got very far, we were attacked our first night camping by some grumpy dwarf fellow and his companions. My team and I quickly dispatched of the rabble-rousers and learned that they had previously given my new friends Trin and Ashlyn trouble in the past. The attackers were apparently involved in some gang where they worship hyenas or something. I don't know, I wasn't really paying attention. I realized right then and there that this group needed me more than I originally thought. Upon entering the Shimmer Rock Caves, my team and I stumbled upon a cave-in and were able to rescue my friend Zorin. He warned us that he was attacked by some cloaked individuals, but they were seemingly nowhere to be found. Enid helped heal Zorin as the rest of us procured the magical bat dung and had a brief skirmish with some goblins. Then we all exited together and made our way back to Tea Garden and delivered Zorin to a local temple for additional healing. This gained me my first title, Hero of Heroes. The next couple days brought great revelry as I competed in the dagger pits. My new apprentice, Trin, competed as well, but she quickly learned that she was outmatched by her new leader. Upon winning the tournament, we all celebrated and waited for Tibbs to return so we could collect on our job. Once Tibbs returned, we were all awarded the gold for completing the poop job and were given another mission. This time it would be much more dangerous, and I had to work hard to get the whole team to agree to undertake the mission. With the help of Enid and Ash, we were able to convince Trin to join us once again and set out on a perilous journey to find out the secrets to a hellhound's power. On our journey to find hellhounds, we were ambushed one night by some extremely fast little blue people. They seemed to know my purple associate, Ashlyn, 
and spoke in some magical language I could not understand. Upon pressing her for more information, we learned that some evil queen in a faraway land wants her to collect some items for her, or else Ash's family could be in danger. What have I gotten myself into now, I thought. After that, the mission proceeded as planned. We valiantly fought against two hellhounds and rescued a couple elven men. As the dust settled, only I, Senjin Psychowitz, hero of heroes, and now hellhound killer, remained standing. I quickly rushed to the aid of my disciples and healed them back to consciousness. Then we all went back to Tea Garden to report what knowledge we were able to glean about the Hellhound's power source. On the way, we were stopped by a group of bounty hunters just outside the city. The leader introduced himself as Tiragon, and he and his troop questioned us about a person they were seeking named Thalorn Helmsworth. They scanned over the party, but seemingly not finding their quarry, they carried on outside the city, and we returned to Holdrick's Hammer to meet with Tibbs and stay the night. Not all of us would get a good night's rest, however. During the night, Tyrgon and his friends broke into Fury's room. That's the moody kid I mentioned earlier. And they captured him. Then they made off into the night. Trin, seemingly awakened by some sort of magical dream, alerted the rest of us of something being wrong, and after a brief investigation, we all set off after whoever had taken my youngest disciple. The journey was a perilous one. With no clear clue as to who even captured our young friend, we carried on as fast as we could, following the cart tracks we could see. Eventually, we caught up to the people responsible, Tyrgon and his fellow bounty hunters. They seemed to believe that Fury was this Helmsworth fellow, and that they had every right to capture him. I tried to defuse the situation by complimenting the very nice hat sitting on Tyrgon's head, but he was not amused. A skirmish soon ensued, and I was able to break Fury free, but as the battle continued, it became clear that these bounty hunters were no novices in combat. As my friends once again lay unconscious on the ground, I had a big decision to make. A hero-sized decision. I made the difficult choice to turn Fury back over to Tyrgon in return for him allowing the rest of my comrades to live. He also took our horse Skittles and forced him to pull their cart. This was our first defeat as a group, and I like to think that my positive attitude helped keep the team's spirits high as we planned another rescue mission. A day or so later, we came across some wreckage of a battle site and deduced that the bounty hunters must have been attacked by something very large. Our horse Skittles was among the wreckage and was badly injured. We tended to him the best we could on the road and took him with us as we searched for answers. We ran across our friends Zorin and Tibbs on their way to Kromstad and enlisted their aid in tracking down these giants in the hope that our friend Fury may still be alive. We hunted the giants and found where they were resting. A daring battle followed where I once again was able to rescue Fury from his bindings and slay the giants with the, some help from my disciples. The battle did take its toll on me, however, and I was left with a busted leg for a long while. The result was victory, however. We slayed the giants, earning me yet another title, and returned to my and Enid's hometown of Kromstog. After making sure Skittles received medical treatment, we decided to stay at my parents' home. This is where I learned that my mother, a woman I had grown to dislike a great deal, had left my father and sister in search of a higher class lifestyle. During a shopping excursion, we got caught up in a bit of another fiasco. 
a shop owner, Tabitha, was robbed of something very valuable, and being the hero I am, I had no choice but to offer the services of my disciples to track down the robbers as well as the missing item. A strange detective appeared on the scene and joined us in the investigation. We tracked the robbers to a seemingly abandoned house in the city. I charged in, heroically, with my friends in tow. We defeated the baddies and returned the precious goods to Tabitha. I began to grow curious of the disciples I'd chosen, and in particular my youngest apprentice, Fury. I surmised he actually was this forlorn Helmsworth that the bounty hunters were after, and I started searching for answers as to why he was a wanted man. Through all of this, we began finding clues that we thought may lead to solving another mystery around Enid's family's death. Black cloaks with emerald lining and Enid's dreams all seemed to point towards a dark spire far to the south, Daxur's spire. I feared we may soon have to head in that direction in our near future. One of the nights we stayed in Kromstog, Tyrgon and his beautiful elven companion tracked me down and tried to threaten me into telling them where Fury was. I skillfully convinced them I had not seen him and was under the impression that he was with them. They left me in peace, and I informed my companions of the looming threat in town. We decided to return to Tea Garden to turn in the ears we took from the giants we fought earlier and claim a reward. That night, under the cover of darkness, a local shop owner by the name of Archer Leobold was attacked and his shop was burned. The disciples of Sinjin, as we had come to be known by, rushed into action and defeated the cloaked figures responsible. I ran into the burning building and saved not only a magical map, but also Archer himself. After a conversation with Archer, we discovered the cloaked figures were after the very map I saved from the fire. It was a magical map of Daxur's spire. He requested I give it to Zorin for safekeeping. We did as instructed and were quickly hired by Zorin and Tibbs to go on yet another dangerous mission to a temple that could have a portal to the elemental plane of fire. During our journey, I convinced Zorin to let me and Enid carry the map as well as a magical moonstone we had found in a cloak so that we could infiltrate Daxter's spire while they were away. We traveled to the fancy temple after saving some hobgoblins from their captivity by some mean orcs, and I gained another title, Savior of Hobgoblins. Eventually we found this temple, went through some traps, and then saw Zorin and Tibbs off on their mission to the Plain of Fire. We then headed for Himjor to resupply before our most dangerous journey yet, Daxur's Spire. In Himjor, Trin could not handle living in my enormous shadow any longer, nor could she keep her feelings for me under wraps. So we felt it was best that she depart, and we replaced her with a very fun-loving and adventurous girl named Callie. I knew immediately that Callie was disciple material. I mean, she loved my stories and understood just how big of a deal I am. With a new ally, we made our way south and came to Grimstone Keep, where we were given sanctuary. During the night, an undead horde ravaged that land, and I rushed to the rescue of a helpless death watcher named Vince. I saved his life, and as a token of thanks, he offered not to have us kicked out, and instead would lead us straight to the spire. And in case you hadn't guessed it, yes, a new title was bestowed upon me. Guardian of the Death Watchers. The journey to the Spire was treacherous as we narrowly avoided detection by thousands, possibly millions, of undead creatures. Then sled the way through what he called a safe route to a safe house where we could rest for the night. 
This was all a lie, however, and Vince would end up betraying us into the hands of the very men we were hunting, the Order of Daxior. Through my brilliant leadership and inspiring bravery, my disciples and I overpowered Vince and his men, and also learned that the previous cloaked figures we had dispatched in Tea Garden had come back to life and killed poor Archer Leobold. Man, that guy just couldn't catch a break. Eventually, we were able to infiltrate Daxier's spire using the map we had been gifted. I skillfully evaded every trap Daxier had to throw at me and my disciples as we ascended the tower and fought with what was left of Daxior himself. This granted me the highest honor of my life to date. I was able to converse with the soul of my hero, Lauren de Terveno. Realizing my talent, they gave me their sword and the title of successor, and we quickly dispelled the giant emerald atop the spire that seemed to give unlife to the hordes below. After that, the return trip to Grimstone Keep was fairly easygoing. A minor chase may have ensued by some remnants of Daxur's men, but nothing we couldn't handle. We then returned to Himjor for a much-needed break. We met Callie's charming parents, and through a surprise celebration officially welcoming her into the Disciples of Sinjin, she was overjoyed. From there, we returned to Kromstog to brag, I, I mean, tell the great deeds we had done in the South. I also competed in the Dagger Pit Championships, and after much thought, decided to cede the tournament to my longtime rival, Jandon Braspers. During this time, Enid got a promotion at her temple. She became a Warden of Death, and that sounds awesome. We also had a sad confession from Fury about his true identity and how his mom is dead and his father blames him, and we gotta figure that out somehow and how to get the bounty removed. Speaking of mothers, my charming mother made an appearance and accused me, her only son, of attempting heinous acts with a friend of mine, Cassandra. I was then formally charged and subsequently acquitted of these charges. My mother also claims that my father, Alonzo, is not my dad, but I don't care to hear anything she has to say at the moment. Not long after that, the disciples of Sinjin were back on the road and decided to save a forest that was protected by Thunder Bear. He's an odd fellow who was putting lumberjacks to sleep and threatening to do more if the deforestation did not end. I helped secure funds from a couple temples to compensate the workers while Thunder Bear worked on growing a magical grove or something like that for them. I don't understand it at all, but Ash talked to a tree, so I assume everything's cool up there. We now find ourselves on a journey to Yondor. As tends to happen with us, we're currently sidetracked, and we recently saved a woman and her two children from some bad people who attacked their caravan. What secrets will be revealed on our trip to Yondor? Will we be able to remove the bounty on Fury's head? Will Ash be able to save her family from an evil queen? Will Callie and her talking horse ever fuse together as one? Will Enid turn into a turtle like the last Warden of Death? All these answers and more are sure to be revealed in coming episodes of Tales of Tularian. <laughs>